Listen to what happens next. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. God is not simply the God of Minnesota. God is not simply the God of America. God is not simply the God of North America. God is the God of the world. And as his disciples, we have been called to go. This church does. This church has done that. And so it's time that we take it. It's time for us to take the time. That's a lot of time in there. It's time for us to take a moment and reflect on what has happened because of that. Missions matter. Missions matter so much to who we are. It's not simply something that somebody else goes and does. It's something that we actually get to participate in because we're a part of this church. Missions matter. So, first, Happy Father's Day. Second, I want us to look at some of the different missions that are going on. So, we have a video from Scott and Shirley Robb, and after this, Chris James, if you want to come give us an update. <coughs> You know what, what we're really excited about right now is how God's been bringing people to us. We need for years you to, to look for people who are looking for, for Christ, and, and it's more recently, uh, John, a Chinese woman, has, who we had contact for years, has come and said, We need to get back to reading the Bible. A uh, young family of uh, three teenagers have uh, been reading with us, we've been studying with them, and the father never was interested at all. Uh, but we invite him, what would you say? It doesn't matter. Just stay in the living room, and that's what he did first. He just sat down in the living room, and then he started sitting at the table, and then he started reading with us, and, and that's exciting. And then just recently, we have two, three people who have found us on the website and have said, Tell me about Jesus. Who is this? And, and how can we get to know him better? You know, it's it's always a struggle. You want to talk to people, you want to tell people about Jesus, and you want to see results. Um, but our work is is one where patience is needed, and we've tried to have patience. And more recently, the last two years, God's taught us to listen. And uh, we see that in the people that are speaking with them fast rather than that we're they're all even still doing it. We're still uh, running the website most of we're still trying to talk to people, we're still but we have to listen and we have to be patient and he's teaching us that a uh, lot. the people in our street years ago, we've been there now twenty-five years. After ten years, our neighbors said, Oh, so you're staying. And then we're going to talk about it. When you have a congregation, when you have a family that encourages you, that does that uh, actively. So when we have people from Woodbury who are writing us on Facebook, who are responding to the things that, that we've put up, uh, who have come and visited, uh, and even the, the bulletin that comes through 
uh, every week can we get to see uh, what you're doing? And that's an encouragement to us as well. That's really exciting. I think the, the biggest uh, and most important thing, and maybe the easiest to just it's not whether it's easy or not, is uh, prayer. And it, it's not that, that people aren't praying, it's that we get to know that you're praying. And we would like to be praying for you, so when we get the, the bulletin, we're praying for the things that are happening here, but it's good to know that you are praying for us. So when people from one group let us know how's it going with this person because you, you know that we've asked for prayers for that. Uh, that's really encouraging. We know that, that we are family. So Scott showed your author with us not too long ago. Eric, we can bring the lights back up in just a moment. Chris, why don't you give us an update on how the Rob's are doing at this point? Okay. Um, I didn't realize that when Uh, 
think this will really be a great benefit to us in the future as well. That will be able to use these experiences. I think I was transforming us through um, our family and just being able to run and thanks to Lauren and being able to increase our care lives so that we can focus on our family. Um, for me, as I grew up with a baby and as my roots are, I would say we're very just being supportive and um, encouraging us and through my sister and through any of you that I've known for a long time. Especially in the next three or four months as we transition to uh, an all-in group. Um, we have your prayers for us, family, uh, our teammates, and the people of Ontario that God's preparing for us to work with. Uh, we always appreciate encouragement through letters of mail, uh, email, connecting with us on our blog. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, as many 
she writes really well, and she uh, she conveys a lot of information. And uh, uh, if you don't get those, let me know, and we'll we'll hook you up with that. Um, and yeah, it's true that as a little girl, she would uh, well, she had stories that she would write about this missionary mouse. Uh, and, uh, it's funny how it is true to life, but that's true. Uh, she mentions um, some recent updates. She's, um, she's started a, a little cooking class that she uh, had a cooking class slash Bible study. And she kind of threw it open to any of, any of these young ladies who wanted to uh, learn how to do that with her cooking. And uh, she has a, a young lady named Lola that's uh, studying with her right now. And uh, she, she's remarking how you just never know what little thing you might have that God can take and turn into something um, of a ministry. And she would never imagine this. And I know she got, she got it from uh, Alex Williams. And I think it's that. Uh, if you come to First Family, and you learn a scripture, uh, a chapter, it's not easy, but a whole chapter. Alice Williams will bake you a pie of your choosing. And you can't stop her. She, there's, there's no pie that she can't make. And uh, people try, but she, she's, she's an awesome for that. And I'm sure the lady I just picked up on that. And uh, I know that. She was, she was moved uh, by this church. When we came here, we were looking for uh, peers, youth group, uh, when we joined this congregation. And uh, growing up here, she was exposed to uh, loving God, loving others, and serving. And that she took very, very early. And now it's like it's a part of her. And she's been there so good here now. Uh, May, I think they, they had her um, one year. And uh, she'll be there until January. Uh, and then right now, her plans are to come back here. And uh, from there, we, you know, who knows? Her Spanish is very good and getting better all the time. And so I'm sure that God will use that. Yeah, for sure. So, Six months left. We encourage this everybody to be praying for Leah and uh, to get the Yeah, no Thanks, Ken. So we're really excited about the different missionaries that we have out in the field right now. And, and I asked Dale to do the leads the missions committee to come up. And he's just going to give you a little update on what the missions committee's been up to. After that, we're going to transition to talking about the mission trip that we just had in Dale. Uh, well, first of all, I want to say thank you to everybody here who's been, who's involved in the Rothschilders. I mean, it was, it was really great because they had so many people's lives that they were able to touch on the year. And it was because you know, you opened up the doors to them, you let them into your life group, into your home for a meal, or just one of the life groups posted, they sent them out to the Chanhassen or the theater. It was great. It was great as well. Um, I want to say, time is brief, but I want to say two things that I think kind of summarize what we're trying to do is in, in this committee. And what I also want to say is the 
committee really represents the whole congregation. So one of the things we really want to do is to have everybody be a part of the mission effort that we have here. Which is sort of the, the, the point. Um, but one is we want to look for ways to encourage those uh, that we support. And we've had the, the three people that, uh, the three families that have been listed up here today. And those are the ones that we primarily uh, have focused on. Of course, we've had a relationship with Rob for, Rob's for years. Uh, Malia is temporarily in Honduras. And uh, the McIntyres, we don't uh, actively financially support, although we have helped them out a little bit with some of their working funds. Um, but they are, they've been in Costa Rica and are preparing now to go to Peru uh, later this summer. So that's one way, but really what we're hoping is and looking for are ways that we can support people even more. Uh, one of the things that Scott mentioned was, you know, one of the things that really helps us is not only that you're praying for us, but we know that you're praying for us. And we want to we look for ways in which we can communicate with those uh, who are on the field. So, uh, one of the ways in which we've sought to do that is to go to some of the life groups and say, hey, would you consider adopting a missionary and sort of taking these folks under your wing and really focusing on them and making sure those communication channels are there. The second thing I would say is, is that about a little over a year ago, we ended our support with the Reyes family, um, who was in Cuernavaca, Mexico, and is now back to the States. And we've been in the process of looking for uh, what should we do to replace uh, them as, as somebody that can support in the field. And uh, one of the things that uh, we've done is to reach out to the, to the congregation, to the life groups, and say, hey, we've given some scenarios. What would you think about these various different kinds of missionaries? And I think one of the pieces of feedback we've gotten is, well, it depends. You know, it sort of depends on the specifics of who it is we're talking about. And so, uh, what we would like to do at this point is to ask everybody to be involved over the next two months in particular in a couple of specific ways. One is to be praying for uh, decisions uh, that we as a congregation need to make about what are our next steps now that we're no longer supporting the greatest family. And secondly, if you know somebody, who is uh, considering going to the mission field or actively planning to do so, uh, please uh, let us know. Let, you know. let somebody who's on the mission community know. If you don't know who those folks are, I can tell you who they are. But let, let us know, and, uh, and that will be um, somebody that we can, uh, we can consider as we're, as we're looking at uh, options for the future. So, and, but let me just add this. I know this is supposed to Hell's hard as well. Have any of you ever decided that you want to become missionaries? Long term, this church has a history of that, as you've seen. A few of the people that are out here were part of that. So we don't want to squelch that at all. We want to, to harness that and bring that into fruition. So if you ever decide that too, certainly anybody can be part of that as well. Thanks, Dale. Alright, so Mexico mission trip happened this past week. And that was exciting, and lots of stuff was, was happening with it. So I'm going to invite Patrick and Mike, who were kind of the leads on this, uh, to come up. And we're going to talk about this in just a minute. Uh, and I, I have let both of you know that we're doing this. Uh, so I did, I did. Right in the service, it was really So Patrick, why don't you just give us a 60 second recap? <laughs> 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 
Just real quick, I want to let you know a little bit of what we do down there. This is a youth group uh, mission trip that we take every year. We've been going to the same place for eight years in a row now, working uh, with the same staff, the same kids. Um, so it's been a really great trip to be able to go down there and bring kids in. Woodbury uh, too, and chaperones, things like that. Uh, so Woodbury has a long-term relationship with the kids down there. Whether or not you know them, there's like kids down there wearing Woodbury Church of Christ t-shirts. So we're getting, uh, you know, we're getting advertisements uh, uh, down in Mexico as well. So who knows? We may have a visitor pop in one of these days. Um, but it's a great, uh, it, it's a great work, and a lot of like Malia, that was something she wanted to do all her life, but she got a taste of that, uh, being able to go down to Mexico. So. We really appreciate all the support that the church is getting every year. You guys come to our fundraisers and give stuff to the garage sale and then buy stuff at the garage sale and the next year you give stuff again to the garage sale. Um, but we really, really appreciate all of the things that we're pretty sure they've done for that. Yeah, and so Mike's been going for several years with Pat here. So what I've asked Mike to do is kind of share with us how how this trip and how this organization is kind of so as Patrick said, we've been going for eight years now, and, and I just took a quick look around the room before I came up here, and although this is a youth trip, right, but we've got people in every section of this room that have gone down there. I'm happy to say that I'm now the fourth oldest person, so if I recruit you next year and you're older than me, that means I'm trying to get my median name right now. <laughs> but the, uh, the youth trip, we bring something extra to this trip that most teams don't. We bring the youth exuberance to it, and a connection that we have with these kids down there are close enough that other teams just don't get. We connect on a whole different level, and the leaders down there, the, the American director, they will tell us that, that they're so appreciative of what we bring to the table here. But I just want to thank all of you uh, for the support that you do, the metrics of the financial support that you do, for the meals, the garage sale, the generous donations that you give to help our kids get down there, to give them a taste to serve these other kids, but the neat thing is these kids are serving us as well down there. It's a reciprocal deal that it is so interesting to watch the connection that these kids here and, and others throughout our congregation have formed over the years, and to have now very age brackets. Uh, you know, I, had a, I had a kind of a 10-year-old boy, he's kind of a hyperactive boy, and he needs to be uh, reined in a little bit explained to me how obedience was so important to him. And I, he knows that that's God. He doesn't like the rules, but he knows that that's God teaching him. This is the same little guy that's usually kind of off to the side not able to participate with us. But this year he was there because he reined himself in. It's the older kids who are now 18 who are now communicating with me, saying, hey, I really appreciate what this organization has done for me because in Mexico they're, they're given kind of a, a way of life. Uh, they're, they're told you will be a cook, and you'll study for three years in high school to be a cook. And they're told that's what you're going to be. These kids are now being told you have options. You can be in a college, you can be in a business administration. And these kids are seeing that, and they're appreciative of it. They, they take the time to tell us now, and it's not just us, it's other teams, it's, but we're part of a whole and a, and a big thing. So please, if you have questions about it, ask, because we would love to share a lot more. So I want to wake up three of the kids that were on the staff. And the kids just kind of, uh, it was Katie, Patrick, and Dick. Hi. They've known about this all morning. I don't know what to do. So each of you to share really quickly what you experienced. 
Um, I think the coolest thing for me um, that was different from previous years was my victory garden. So seeing the growth on the campus and everything was great, but um, one thing that I really liked was that this year we kind of did a lot more with the older group. Um, we got to work with them during the day, they had us come out and uh, they had the kids come out and help us with um, our projects, which is not something that usually happens. And so we got to talk to them and like, see them all throughout the day and work with them. And then also we did uh, an event specifically with the oldest group, which was um, something that we don't always get a chance to do. So, so you're going to interact with some people older than you. Yeah.
some of the people that were on on this trip, and you'll get a better sense of kind of what was going on on this trip. There there's some videos on there that were pretty funny. Matthew didn't think that people would remember it, but after it came down, belly flop contest or something, I was thinking that they won't forget it for a while. Somebody uh, and, and there are tremendous videos of some art in the rain, uh, and, and just really interesting things that are going on. But the second thing I want to do is this. We have a tendency to think about ourselves sometimes, to think about Woodbury Church as just this local group. But our, our church's influence goes far beyond the walls of this building. It goes far beyond Woodbury Cottage Road. It goes far beyond Minnesota. And so as you're thinking about our church this week, as you're reflecting on our church, let me encourage you to pray for all the churches associated with our church. The people that are out in the Netherlands, the people that are in Honduras, the people that are in Mexico, uh, the people that are in Costa Rica now, and Peru, 